0: We are often confused about our career choices, colleges, streams of study, etc. That in the process, students are often crushed in the Indian education system with some bad mental health. And these decisions are extremely crucial in one's life and and can be a make or break for their career. Welcome to the third episode of Candid Conversations with Charmika. This is a podcast where we converse with change makers and gain perspective. This week's special guest is Sanya Kungur, a commerce student from Hansraj College, Delhi University. She's also the co-founder of Kavach, an Edu-Management and Career Consulting startup, which provides personalized mentorship in the fields of academics, career and student psychology to high school students. She's also pretty active in several of her college events and societies, with TEDx and eCell being few examples. And today we'll discuss a bit about university choices, mental health, board exams, etc. and a bit about her entrepreneurial journey as well. Welcome to the podcast, Sanya. Thank you. Thank you so much
1: for having me, firstly. And I think it's great to be here. How's everything going
0: in general as well?
1: Everything is going pretty good. I think we are going back to a normal life after the pandemic. I think at least we are moving towards it. So I think it's good.
0: Right. Can you tell us a bit about um, Kavach? What was the whole purpose that it began with?
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: coverage, as you rightly
1: mentioned, it's an Edu Management and career guidance, career start consulting startup, where we're trying to impact the lives of high school students by providing them personalized and the right mentorship and guidance. So that's the basic agenda of it, making sure that students are getting the personalized guidance according to their needs and not just something generalized or mainstream that there would be on the internet, right? So focusing on that, we have different mentorship programs that are catering to different needs of high school students. At the end of the day, we're trying to be the one-stop solution for all their academic and career problems and needs. So that's about that.
0: Right. And how does Kavach differ from a random generic career counseling, you know, consultancy? Mm-hmm.
1: So of what I have observed and researched about career consulting agencies focus a lot on what's the aptitude, which is important, mm-hmm. definitely, and surround everything around it, which shouldn't be the case, in my opinion, and, you know, that's what the entire team thinks. It's like having something personalized, something even distant, something you still want to be doing years later. So I think your interest matters, your passion matters, what you can actually do, your passion, and your aptitude comes in place then. And we're trying to make it very personalized. We're connecting them to the right mentors, including students who understand the exact the situation, so they understand it much better. So we're connecting them to students, make sure that they're comfortable as well, and we're just focusing on making mentorship very affordable that's one of our usps i'd say as well where career consulting generally has become a money-making business it is very expensive if you go to any random agency the industry prices are very high and not a lot of them can afford them even if they need that guidance. so i think we're just trying to bridge that gap and make sure students are getting the best at the best prices yeah
0: that makes a lot of sense now when i think of career counseling i would hesitate to go for it because it takes a ton of money to go for it even. So, definitely. Con- considering that, you know, most of the people at Kavaj are students, do you think the fact that it's student-led makes it easier for high school students to express themselves to you?
1: Definitely, definitely. I think even, where it's just easy to talk about your problems, your academics, to someone who's almost your age or just like just a few years older because they don't understand. The students, I think when they're communicating to the student mentors and to the team as well, they feel heard and they feel understood. However, if you're talking to some 30, 40 year old who was in school years before, cannot even relate to the problems. I think if there's a gap between, like there's just a communication gap. So even if the students feel heard and understood and they think that they can share their problems.
0: Right, that makes a lot of sense. The relatability factor plays in a lot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And um most of the programs that coverage offers focus on university choices or career choices in general so um can you list out like a few factors one must consider while picking a university Mm
1: -hmm. as i mentioned all of this has to be like very personalized however if i have to help with what could be the possible factors firstly wrap your head around what is it that you want to do like Mm -hmm. you might not have always figured out your interest really well so figure out at least one thing, a course or a college, so you have a base to begin with. Because if there are question marks all around, figuring all of them out would be difficult. So I think one would be having one thing constant that, oh, you want to do this, or you want to go to the certain college, and then you start going after that. You know, if there's one thing constant, you research well, research is important. That's something we Mm -hmm. help a lot with in the initial sessions of literally all our programs, because trying to make sure the students are well aware of the options. I think mm-hmm. in India, most the major problem is most students are not aware about different colleges, different, mm-hmm. you know, degrees, different courses. So I think if they research well, that's one thing it should be done well. And once you're choosing the right college for you, of course, some people have regional restrictions. Some mm-hmm. people don't want to, some people even want to shift their, you know, uh, streams like in 11th and 12th, they have some different streams. And then they realize that, this is not what they want to do. This is not what they signed up for. So I think just knowing what you want and figuring it out step by step. Everything does not happen at once. So that's, it. that's why I think I promote like, you know, taking professional guidance because the entire process gets streamlined. Otherwise you end up stressing yourself out. So just connect with the right people. I think that's very important because let's say if I, I before I came to search mm-hmm. I talked to the seniors in my college so I could understand, you know, the in and out of the college before I'm there, now I understand it well being a senior myself, and I'm you know talking to freshers and helping them out. Yeah. So I think all of these
0: points are important. Right. So proper awareness of how how the college works, and like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. everything is personalized. You might have certain preferences that others might not like.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: That really makes sense. And uh, you you spoke about picking courses or picking a college, right? While picking courses, mm-hmm. do you think it is just the interest that really matters, or you know you should you should have some other X factor to it, and not just the interest while picking a course?
1: Mm-hmm. I think interest is very important. However, you can't restrict yourself to it. Let's say I have an interest in painting, but if I'm not good at it, can I pursue it as a career though? Mm-hmm. Not right. So I think skill set is something, or like just your passion to even build up on it if possible. But if let's say you can't do it right, you do whatever X, Y, Z reasons, then I think pursuing that as a career might not be the best option. But I think it just is important because, as I mentioned before, like after 30, 35, 40, you still want to be, you know, wanting to get up and do that every day. And you can't do that just because you're earning well or that paid you well when you were 25, right? So I think it's important you prioritize your interest because you want to be doing that for not more than just like a few years, so.
0: And I think, um, like you mentioned, interest and, you know, aptitude also works well with each other. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Right. And um, do you think that, you know, one of the other factors that you might want to consider is also the demand that these courses actually have? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So the demand plays a huge role,
1: definitely. I think there are a lot of upcoming, you know, jobs and just fields where people are signing up for. They want to explore those. So there's this more awareness now so people are taking those up Hmm. but again not every time you don't want something that's in demand let's say if uh data science is coming in demand now but if i don't want to be doing it it shouldn't matter like of course these are in demand there's more awareness i'm happy about it that people are exploring new options and not just going for the mainstream jobs Hmm. so but yeah you can always prioritize the in-demand jobs but again i think it's pretty personalized at the end need to figure out if that's something you want to be doing or you have interest in or you can do it Hmm,
0: that makes sense and drawing from the previous questions right you may not always get the best scores in best university at all points you'll have to choose between either of them so this is this is pretty tricky would you suggest a best college with the not so best course, or an average college with the best Mm course
1: okay it's tricky because again not everyone gets the best course and the best college. It is yeah. not possible in a lot of cases because you can't always get what you want. And I think college, when you're entering that phase after school, it hits you that, oh, you can't always get what you want. Moving forward to the question, yes, it's tricky. And I would personally say, again, it's right, if you particularly want that college, let's say because of the status of the brand name, or because of its specialization, create go for it. But in my experience mm-hmm. of have realized, course is very important because that's your first step of the career if you're studying the subject you want to be pursuing later that's more important than the college rank or the brand name that it carries so i think if i would answer for myself here again i would choose a course over the college because hmm. i want to be doing that year later. i don't want to shift my course completely however yeah. if there are two courses which are pretty similar i'm getting a way better college i might prioritize that again very situational i would say
0: yeah
1: but for me i think i'd say course
0: over college. Yeah, that makes sense because college at the end of the day is just a tag that you will add to the course. Exactly, that exactly. And um, I know this is a random question, but what do you think about the recent cutoffs? Because you come from DU as well, mm-hmm. right? And you know the university yeah. in and out. What do you think about it?
1: Uh, I think it's not fair to students, especially this year, because they did not even get to work for their marks. And at least we content with it whether it's good or bad so I think and anyway do aspirants go through this every year the day the first cutoff comes out it's skyrocketing and everyone mm-hmm. is heartbroken. and I remember when I the first cutoff came out I, I think I wasn't tears. Of, I wasn't doing my best because it hit me so I think that happens with a lot of do aspirants and like being the co-founder of Kavach as well where I see so many students closely every year mm-hmm. I think I see how the process goes and I've been through that as well. It's skyrocketing, sometimes it's not justified, but it stresses people out, it affects their mental health and you don't always get what you want because of how skyrocketing it is. And as I said, even unfair for this particular batch. So,
0: Yeah, that makes sense. They've, they've been sitting all at home for like the whole year.
1: Yeah, and exactly.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, do you think such cut-offs or such a cutthroat competition sort of imbibes the rat race mentality among students and the education system in general?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when you're competing for any exam for that matter, whether in entrance or even board examinations, which, you know, you need a good score to get into Delhi University, if you're talking about, you have it in your mind, you have to get the score. And if you don't, you start doubting yourself. I think self-doubt comes a lot if you don't get that particular score. We let that one score affect us, like, fully and, you know, consume all of us. So I think that's not great. Uh, A lot of people are able to cope up with it, but a lot of people Mm aren't like affected badly and it affects the mental health a lot
0: so i think that's that right and because of that you know these strict cutoffs i think a university has to take you not just because of your aptitude but the person you are as a whole right and that's one Mm -hmm. reason some people prefer going abroad than just staying here and Mm -hmm. i mean that's their choice at the end of the day but again some people who are restricted to you know their regions um ultimately Have to face these cutoffs, and this proves Mm -hmm. sort of detrimental to their mental health as well. So, during the sessions that Kavach takes, what are some few? Can you name a few mental health issues that you generally come across, especially in these days?
1: I think self doubt, as I said, we let that Mm -hmm. one score, one entrance, one exam, you know, just judge like the entire, like the kind of person we are, and that's not true. As you Mm -hmm. said, like people, you know, prefer going abroad, although it's a personal choice at the end of the day, because the entire application process and everything is very holistic. You're not getting admitted on the basis of your one score. They're looking at mm-hmm. a lot of factors. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're playing in India, I think everywhere there's some cutoff to me, there's some percentile that you have to clear to get through to the best of the colleges. So, like, the considered which are best. So, I think that's one thing which is not great. And the mental health issues that we see, I think stress, anxiety, a lot of them, like, every second student would be stressing out over not getting into that college or just doubting themselves, even before they've even appeared for it. And I remember a lot of students, you know, uh, dealing with the mentorship protocol of, the, of coverage where they're directly communicating with the team members, telling them that they won't get through when, you know, they're being given the option of these can be the colleges. They make it very clear that, oh, I won't get through this college, so I don't want to explore this anymore, which I don't think isn't right, because they're already, you know, deciding what would be, which is in the future. So I think, yeah, self-doubt, stress anxiety being the major ones.
0: Right, I mean, if you didn't even give it a try, the fact that you're not giving it a try negates all the chances at all. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And could you, I mean, you spoke about self-doubt, so could you give a few tips on how students can generally overcome Mm self-doubt?
1: I think it's difficult for me to just, you know, communicate that to someone who might listen to this. But a few basic points which you should keep in mind. Don't let one score affect you. I know it sounds very easy and it can be difficult when you're implementing it but just go with an open mind that you can do this and if you don't do this you tried. at least at the end of the day you'd be happy that you did your best and it did not happen and I think the very basic code that work for the best but then don't expect too much like otherwise you'll end up getting disappointed so I think keep an expectation that the right amount going too overconfident I think that sometimes is not the best thing to do just be the right amount of one, that you can do it, work for it. Mm. And I think that sort of helps half the way. And otherwise, just no college, course, now it affects you, but you can always figure things out later. If you don't get the college you want, you can always work things out because it's not always that the tier one colleges offer you something that other colleges don't. Mm. So, like, you can always settle for something because you don't always get what you want. But don't let that define you or affect you for years. I remember when, uh, the initial cutoff for you came out like when I was uh like, you know, going to enter college. Then even I was affected in the first cutoff that, oh, I'm not getting the college I want. But then mm-hmm. ended up in the next few cutoffs, I got the college I wanted. But then initially I was very heartbroken as to why am I not getting it. Right. But I think we all need to learn to settle and it's just a bit of required. So
0: yeah. Right. Um, and since you have your research and not about colleges in general, and you spoke about mm-hmm. what um you know what what can tire when uh colleges really get that tire to 3 can't give i think the answer is just the crowd but yeah talking about education general education and infrastructure um i think a country like india would not just require 20 to 30 iits but rather 2000 iits where everyone can have equal (laughs) access to resources at least if not the crowd so do you agree with that do you think um the fact that tire one um, is sort of seen as put on a pedestal and ultimately it's given the best of the resources in the country but others are sort Mm. of um, neglected I'd say.
1: Uh, I've seen that improving of the period of like the last few years and I do agree that it has been the case that tier 2 tier 3 colleges have been looked down upon I'd say but that shouldn't be the case because I think there are very few factors which differentiate them. Of what I've been able to research and talk to, you know, school teachers directly, principals directly. After having a lot of serious conversations, I've realized everyone wants the best for the students. They want to have the best faculty, they want to, you know, give the best resources. It might not be possible, I think, because of the brand name or the status that the tier one calls is carry. But they've been approving. I have seen a lot of tier a lot of students from tier two, tier three coming out, you know, starting their own ventures, doing taking the best of the jobs, earning really well. So I think it has a lot to do with yourself as well. The crowd yeah. motivates you. I've seen that even in Delhi University, I think the crowd ends up motivating you. It can some it can sometimes be negative as well. It has its pros and cons definitely. Yeah. But in tier two tier colleges as well, I've seen the motivation in students and I've seen the universities and institutions also wanting to provide the best. So I think it's improving. Although I agree with you on that point.
0: Right. I mean. Like you mentioned, right? Um, everyone's sort of trying and exploring new things. And Mm. I think at the end of the day, it's yourself, but just your crowd being just an additional factor to where you'll be at. And Mm. especially, like you mentioned, the negative effects as well, right? The hustle culture has those negative effects, keeping you in a detrimental mental health state.
1: Sometimes you want to be taking a break, but then you see people around, you know, to do more. But that's the time you need a break and people don't take that,
0: so. Mm. And the whole concept of anxiety is sort of contributed by time management as well. And of course, you're an entrepreneur and you're doing multiple things. So if you had to give like a few time management tips, let's say three strong time management tips, and if you could draw them from your board exam experience as well, what would they be?
1: Cut them down to short. Never just take the entire task altogether. Cut it down. Make it easier for you. Take breaks. It's very important. Mm -hmm. I am... Try to plan your day in the morning itself or one night before. It helps. You'll know what you're going to do. Otherwise, mm-hmm. when a lot of tasks come your way, you're not able to take them all. You'd start doing one thing, then you would switch. You'd panic about the first thing not being completed. So I think divide and give yourself breaks. Like when I wake up, either I would draw my schedule then or I would do that one night before. And I think that really helps me. And even during boards, I used to do, do that. That, you know, have a schedule. Like make sure that I'm doing only this part. Mm -hmm. talking more towards academics like for high school students or college students who are focusing on studies a lot cut down Mm -hmm. your chapters into small bits you can't consume all of it at once even if you think at that moment you understood it you want to be remembering that even a few days or weeks later so i think cutting it down and managing time that way helps reward yourself over little things if you worked for four days straight give yourself that at least half a day off the next day Mm -hmm. or like I remember while I used to study, I used to do this very funny and cute thing that was uh, if I complete this chapter before 2 a.m., I'll have a packet of chips. If I do this, I'll order in some food, right? So you give yourself little rewards. And yeah, I think that's my way to deal with it. Hmm.
0: That makes sense. Or has awesome.
1: been my way to deal with it during work,
0: yeah. I mean, I remember I doing, I, I do some similar stuff as well. I'm like, I'm going to order pizza if I work for one week straight and get some good score or good result at, at the at the end yeah
1: the and it helps because you get some reward at the end of the day so you feel yeah. happy about it
0: yeah and the point you spoke about you know dissolving the whole big task into smaller tasks and sort of organizing yeah. yourself because you can't really have like a overnight change of yourself right everything has to be a lot of yeah. a bit incremental i'd say so yeah. um, that's that's really good i mean those are some really good tips that I followed at point as well. Um, again, thank you so much for answering all the questions pa- patiently. Would you want to talk a bit about um, Courage's new global ed consulting, maybe?
1: Definitely, definitely. So we have launched a recent JJ set in the month of September itself. And we've been ge- getting great response, I'd say, even for the initial time. Uh, for the one year that we were focusing on coverage, we were trying to build a good base in India, talking about Indian universities, helping students with Indian universities and colleges. But we wanted to expand because a lot of students would come to us and ask us, if you know, we could help them with their foreign applications. Mm-hmm. Now, at that moment, we weren't equipped and we were working on it in the past five months. And I think we reached, a, we reached a stage where we could launch it and provide the best of the services at the affordable prices. Again, as I mentioned, we're focusing a lot on affordability. When people are planning to, you know, study abroad, the tuition fee is anyway, like a big amount on any family, mm. no matter how well you are, because it's not just, you know, just a few bucks, right? A few thousand bucks. Mm. So even taking the counseling for it is a very expensive, generally, the industry prices go in less, which obviously isn't fair because you're already spending too much. And just to figure that we well, are spending too much. Mm. So we are providing in the right guidance and literally whatever that they want less than 10,000. The prices are less than 80 percent that the industry prices are there and providing them with everything like end-to-end application process from building their profile to helping them with their mock interviews sops essays all of these hold a big you know place in your entire application process when in India you just stick to that one cut off those particular marks you have essays Mm -hmm. to write to explain to tell about yourself which is very important that takes up a good 30 percent of the space of your application and then your scores as well you focus a lot more on consistency and not just on a one class score or one entrance, so I think we're helping with everything that we can. We're connecting them to the students. Let's say if I'm a student who wants to go to Stanford, I'm being connected to a mentor from Stanford, so I can get the insights. I can even get to know about their personal journey, as to how did what did they do differently to get through such you know an Ivy League. So yeah, I think we're like going to help with an end-to-end application process at the most affordable prices, and we're majorly focusing on UK, US, and Canada right now. We're also accommodating other countries, but majorly these three.
0: Right, so and this is only for bachelors, right? Or Yeah, this is only
1: for undergraduation, yes.
0: Understood. And like you mentioned, um, affordability plays a huge factor. Like, not just the tuition mm-hmm. fees there, but even the application fee. if I'm not wrong, is between 80 to $120 in US, which is a yeah. lot. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's amazing to know. And thank you so much for joining me. It was a great conversation um thank you so much for
1: having me it was great talking to you you know discussing all of these issues that i think we all have been through or are going through at some point so yeah thank you so much for having me
0: for sure i think these issues like sort of sparked the whole mission of Kavach in your journey and that's amazing that you're doing something for the community at the end of the day um thank you so much again and if you have listened to here you're surely someone who's constantly curious about um, career choices, universities, and entrepreneurship. Don't forget to like and follow this podcast by the Indian Conclave on all platforms including Spotify for auditory learners and YouTube for visual learners. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram, on LinkedIn as well. I'll drop Kavaj's handles in the description as well. Um, I'll see you in the next episode very soon. Until then, thank you so much.